0: Welcome to LHU, where we work through various topics, questions, and issues to help followers of Jesus engage their minds and grow in their faith. Let's talk growing healthy. When it comes to you and I growing healthy in any area of life, whether that's physically or emotionally, for all intents and purposes, as we're going to talk about spiritually, there are certain ingredients that are required. Consider with me for a moment this seed. Those of you that don't know, this is an avocado seed, a small one, but still chock full of potential that this seed has the potential to produce an avocado plant that then will produce many other avocados. For those of you that like avocado, well then, they can be used for your enjoyment, your nourishment, that's full of minerals and vitamins that are all within that fruit. And this seed carries the potential to produce just that. Now consider with me for a moment your life. Your life, in many ways, is a seed a seed full of potential created by God and for God, fearfully and wonderfully. He saw the purposes he has for you, the plans that he has for you, the potential that's within you. But just like this seed, your life requires certain ingredients that lend themselves to your and my potential being realized that there's no way of us realizing these potentials if the ingredients aren't there. So for all intents and purposes, what I wanna do is I wanna talk about those ingredients, five in total, and we're going to use the word fruit as the acronym to outline those ingredients. Each class, we're gonna talk about just one ingredient for you and I to get it in us so that we can digest it so as we can then champion it. The first ingredient that I want to talk about is this ingredient called faithfulness. I want to be very clear that it is practically impossible for you and me to grow spiritually healthy without being faithful. That it is impossible for us to arrive at a place of spiritual health while being inconsistent. On again, off again, in, out, there, and then no more. That faithfulness is the bedrock ingredient needed for you and I to grow in spiritual formation and in spiritual health. This is why Proverbs 28 and 20 says that a faithful man abounds in many blessings. Notice that the scripture there linked blessings to first being faithful. That in order to arrive at the places that God has planned for you, to arrive at the potential that he's created you with, to reap the blessings that he wants to bestow to you, it requires faithfulness. This is why when you look around your life and you consider those that maybe are what you would call spiritual giants, those that are further down the line than you, those that you aspire to be like that model being loving and joyful, peaceful and kind, gentle, self-controlled, and patient, that bear these fruits, many times what you see on the outside is a result of a discipline that they've cultivated on the inside. And that discipline is called faithfulness. This is why the pastor of old by the name of William Ganold one time said, it is impossible to have great faith while having little faithfulness. If you're anything like me and you hear this and you, you know that faithfulness is the ingredient that lends itself to your and my spiritual health, then the question should be, well, where should I be faithful? And though there be a myriad of places that God calls us to be faithful, I want to give you just three, three that I believe are a wonderful starting place that then cultivates this discipline and really places this ingredient within you. This most certainly isn't comprehensive, but it's a great, great beginning. And the first is is that we are called to be faithful in God's word. That we're called, whether by a little or a lot, to daily consume the word of God. Why? Because this book is unlike any other book in your life, that it's living and active. Scripture says it's sharper than any two-edged sword. It divides soul and spirit, cuts to the very motives and intents of your heart. That there's something about God's word that is supernatural. And it provides you and I a supernatural ingredient that lends itself to our spiritual health. This book tells us a ton about who God is, his nature, how he sees you and me, the plans that he has for you and me, the potential that he's created us with, the promises that he's spoken over us, what he requires from us, how it is that we should walk through this dark world, that this word is a lamp unto our feet. As scripture says, it's a light unto our path. It gives us walking instructions. It helps us understand how it is that we glorify God and keep ourselves safe from sin. It tells us what it is that we should be on the lookout for and how it is that we should treat other people. It provides us a scope on life that you can't find anywhere else. It's God's love letter to you and me so as to consume it that lends itself to your and my spiritual health. That's why we should be faithful to be in it. Some of us, we go through life and We don't know what God's called us to. We don't know the plans that he has for us. We don't know how he created us. We don't know his nature. We don't know his expectations for our life. We don't know how to keep ourselves from sin. We don't know where to run to when we feel unsafe or insecure. All of that is provided in God's word. That's why we're called to be faithful to it. But secondly, we're called to be faithful in prayer. What that simply means is is that God has called us to communicate with him. Why? Because God is a communicating God and we are created in his very image. That God wanted to communicate with us and he wants us to communicate with him. This is why scripture says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. God wants to hear your heart. He wants to hear your insecurities. He wants to hear your fears. He wants to hear your desires. He wants to hear your wants. God created you to communicate first and foremost with him as your heavenly father. And then he wants to communicate with you. I call it the divine exchange, that there is something supernatural that happens in your spirit when we give ourselves faithfully to prayer. That not only do we share ourselves with God, but then he infuses something in us as he shares his heart towards us. But then lastly, or thirdly, I believe that we're called to be faithful in community. That when it comes to you and I, arriving at the place of maximum health, we cannot arrive there in isolation. That God has called us to be in his house with his people, to be rooted in the family of God. This is why the Psalmist says, that those that are planted in the house of the Lord will flourish, that you can't flourish spiritually while not being in community, that we're called to be in his word, that we're called to be faithful in prayer, that we're called to be in his family, where people sharpen us, people stretch us, people challenge us, people mold us, and people are used by God to produce a spiritual health in us. This is why God's called us to be active in his family, not only for the benefit of others, but for ours as well. When it comes to you and I getting healthy, we have to start with faithfulness. This is why the Prince of Preachers, Charles Haddon Spurgeon, said one time I know of nothing which I would choose to have the subject for my ambition in life than to be kept faithful to my God till death. Charles Spurgeon essentially said, out of all the ambitions I could have, I have one that reigns supreme. And that is that I desire to be faithful to God, faithful in his word, faithful in prayer, faithful in his family. Why? Because Charles Spurgeon knew that when you're faithful is when you're fruitful. That you can't be spiritually fruitful without being spiritually faithful. Ingredient number one starts with faithfulness.